Spin together, man. I know. I know that's what you needed, man. Hey, Get it's out. okay if you did it on purpose. I might have done it myself. Hey, it's man, a- you're in a house full of women, man. This is the only male interaction I think you get, man. That you know, that is correct. That hey, is correct. Man, I mean, you, my- you know, the world's trying to pussyfy you, man, and I, I'm I'm over here to make you solid. No, I'm not 100 no, percent against the pussyfy, but um, I guess not if it's turning you in one. But I guess you are what you eat. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? At least I'm never, I'm never starving. I'm never starving at all. <laughs> now, that, now that we got take two, this is the only time this has ever happened. Maybe once. No, yeah, one. This is this is the second time this has ever happened. Hey, two times, take two. Ain't no thing. We love a sweet science, and we love what we're doing. Make sure you hit up IamRCF.com. This is RCF CrossFit. This is fitness. This is wellness. You want to be better. Be better with the best. Four years running, King Five Evening Magazine. Three locations in West of Washington. You tell them. Sunny Ale or Shooter sent you. You get three weeks free trial. My man Shooter's ripped. His birthday had a nice little photo. Had low, his younger uncle Chan, and then him with the rest of the hot chicks there. Not bad, bro. Man, I, I we, got, man, we got a pretty good uh, looking squad down there, man. There's, there's a little bit of produce out there, <laughs> hey, man. No homo, bro. If you went to prison, they'd be washing clothes on your abs. It's looking nice. It's looking nice. Man, <laughs> hey, that's what we shoot for, props. Man. So, man, man props. And uh, one of the things we was talking about, I actually was going over with, uh, with low. Uh, the coach there and um rcf really sets the standard for a lot of fitness around here when it comes to crossfit and what i say by that is earlier today we um i was talking about we had a guy whose wife still goes to it and he was actually coming at the same time but i haven't seen him in a while so i asked uh asked low where where has he been and he said he joined another gym not to say that we don't yeah everybody's a family like our gym is really a family so everybody's yeah we we really, we really encourage each other and all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't know if he felt intimidated because he, he wasn't at the top. But long story short, he ends up going to another gym and then Lo actually sent me a text message today saying that he was the athlete of the month at the new CrossFit gym that he goes. So that lets you know wait, that. Wait, he got, he goes to a whole other CrossFit he gym. He goes another CrossFit. He goes to a whole other CrossFit mm, gym. This so, man has a second family. Nah, I don't think it's a second family. I just think it's just, just like I said, we set the standard over there too. Like low, the pro, the coaches give great programming too. So it's it's meant to it's meant to test hey, your mental tough. There toughness. ain't nothing wrong with leaving the NFL to go shine in arena football. But at the same time, you know you want to play in the big leagues because That's you right. know you're not going with the best. That's right. If you're if you're playing arena football too, so and we actually had a couple of people do that. So we had a couple of people actually go and they shine elsewhere. I just let you know that we're at the cream of the crop in RCF, man. So yeah. I really the only time that the doesn't translate there. is in video games. If if all your friends are slaying you in Halo, you're gonna suck at Halo with everybody else. Just yeah. just for the record. <laughs> just for the record. So man, that was, that was good, man. Anyway, I love I love what I do. Actually, the open is coming up too, man. So we're all training for that too, man. Nice, so. man. I like to see my man Shooter get in these competitions because he's a very competitive man at everything. Um, because we're here to win. We're here to win. We're here to be number Second one. Second place is first loser. That's right. If you ain't first, you're last. That's what I'm talking about, man. Now that now that they know where to get the hookup, three week free trial. If you just tell them we sent you, how are we gonna win, baby? What you got for me? So this is one of the things that I saw on Instagram, and I, I really I really dug it just because of the picture and the caption. So it's going to be a little bit long, but I'm going to share this with you. So this is going to be verbatim. This is about two life choice, two choices in life gives every person. Either you sit and sulk and dwell on how fair life is to you, or you can try and figure out how to make a bad situation work in your favor. If you're going to be a good wingman, be a good wingman. That means you, every now and then you might have to take home that five or six 
because you can't leave your boy hanging. Exactly. Especially if your boy calls dibs and it's a bad one. You can't, you, you can't leave him hanging. You can't do it. That's that's exactly yeah. where that quote came from. I'm telling hey, you. Hey, you remember uh, Carl Berndini and uh, Ali? And he was like, man, I had a 10 before. Or maybe she was a 5. I, I had a 5. <laughs> About... About five good twos. About five, <laughs> About five good twos. Five so, good twos. Hey, so nothing man, wrong with that. Get, it adds up. But at the same time, man, hey, man, just like I heard somebody say, man, if you got two fives, that's a ten in my eyes, baby. That's, that's what I'm talking about, baby. That's why 11 is two number ones to me. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, and we're here to win. Stay positive. But that's one more time. Hit with that quote. I like that one. That's a good one. Thank you. You can either sit and sulk and dwell on how unfair life is to you, or you can try to figure out how to make a bad situation work in your favor. That's right. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. You could either sit and dwell on everything you don't have or everything you can't, you think you can't get, or you could stop pouting and go get it. Like my man Donovan McJab. You just picked him up from the gym. How does how does day go today? So man, if you you guys been listening to us for a while now, you know uh, my girl stepped my my girl's kid. I actually just uh, put him into boxing at the beginning of the year and punched you know, him in even, the mouth. Even. <laughs> I didn't punch him in the mouth. No, I punched him in his mouth yet. But no, he was. Remember, he was crying, beating the coaches because he didn't want to get beat up and all this kind of stuff. Now, before before we even got there, he's counting down the minutes. Like boxing starts in thirteen minutes. Boxing starts in eleven minutes. That's like crazy. he's counting That's down. And then so now he loves it, man. It's, I love it. Mike Tyson. I want to say it was. I don't think it was Mike Tyson. Regardless, who it was. It was, it, it, it was shooter. So he was like, sports don't. Build character, they reveal character. They reveal character. That's they reveal right. So it shows you who you really are. So man, it's but no boxing is actually really great for your self confidence too because it's you putting in the work and you can't behind mm-hmm. anybody else, not any other team. Sport, Especially man, for so. him, this is a young man who's been thriving for this type of just I guess I want to say this kind of aggressive and roughness that he kind of just every man and boy needs yeah. in life. They need, you gotta have it. Unfortunately, as a band, you need to get smacked around a little. You got you, to. You got, you got to because that's how get you get. The, you got to get the scratches, you know? the scars, and all that. Exactly. What, what did man Shane Falco say? What's that? Oh, uh, pain heals. Chicks dig, chicks dig scars. Glory lasts forever. The chicks get, dig scars. That's probably what I use the most out of all oh, three yeah, of those. Definitely, lines, man. Hey, definitely. Man, I'm proud of all the scars I <laughs> oh, got. Yeah. Man. Tony Montana made that lineup, and it's been flying ever since. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but big shout outs to Donovan McJab, man. I'm glad to see him do it because uh, it, it's, it's it's good watching him grow. Anytime you get to see anybody develop and grow, and, and it's just, especially as a young man. I went in awesome. there a little bit earlier, and I got to see him do a little bit of mitt work or some oh, step around okay. stuff like that. So, man, it was good. He's getting more pop. He's getting more coordinated, man, and he's getting comfortable in there, hey, man. So no matter how that's long the first thing it. you got to do about boxing, man. You got to learn how to get comfortable in there. He's officially part of the fraternity now. And no matter how long you do it, once you lace up and get in there and do that kind of work, nobody can take that away from nobody you. Nobody can take it away from you, and you're part of a fraternity. You're part of a few rare men and women Who that have been able to do it because so many people talk about it. They love to watch it, but everybody and got a plan to get punched in the mouth. Everybody's right? seen videos of World Star. Ninety percent of the people out there cannot fight. <laughs> so I watched little Flip get knocked out by a chick on World Star. Hey, like, man, we ain't heard of him since. It happened. It's, it's a cold game. What are you gonna do? What's a little Flip? <laughs> it was a rapper and a horrible comedian. Oh God! Now let's get back to the World Boxing Super Series making its return with Alexander Usyk and Marius Bredis. This was a slugfest, man. These two cruiserweights, big, beautiful boxers, man. Mm-hmm. Not the face, man, because, you know, no, no, uh, no. Alexander Usyk's ugly as hell. Yeah, he's But a, the boxing aspect of them, like, yeah. you rarely see two guys this big and have this size of magnitude being able to pure box for 12 straight rounds. Like, you said it earlier. It's a boxing slugfest. Like, they're how, do you, big- how do you box and brawl? These dudes figured it out. And, and they made it entertaining. It wasn't... Slow paced, no good action, and and you could tell technique, technique behind it. It was calculated, and they weren't just in there throwing haymakers. Like the next fight we're going to talk about had a lot of good exchanges, but it's just a lot of wild swinging exchanges. This was more calculated. It was a good brawl, but what you executed. rarely see when you once you rarely see once you get past the you know the light heavyweights mm-hmm. once you get into the cruiserweights and the, the heavyweights. Guys. You yeah, see, yeah. You, you start to see fatigue, and you know because mm-hmm. they're carrying all that weight. This was beautiful to watch, and I was glad that I was a part, you know, being able to watch this mm-hmm. boxing super series. Th- this is kind of stuff like when you have something of this stature, this super series, and what they bring in the cruiserweight division, and also which we'll talk about the super middleweight super series. This needs to be televised. Yes. USA. Yes. It needs to be because these tournaments, they work. I mean, it's all about the timing and the right division, and mm-hmm. they, they found the, the right division, and this is the perfect time for it because yeah. this is a great matchup I would have never thought of having. Marius Breedis is a dude who should have never made it this far. 
He wasn't even supposed to get past the first round of the tournament, and, and let alone his last three bouts. 23-0 with 18 knockouts. Murray's Breedis. That's a soldier. And man. Alexander Usyk was 13-0 with 11 knockouts. Now, Breedis, his experience really... Kept told, him in it. Kept, kept him in it. it. It really showed in here because, like, we all we picked Alexander Usyk to win, which he did barely. Barely. You know, mama, love you. Barely. Yeah, barely. No, he... The scorecards, one judge had it at 114-114, which I'm not mad at. And the other two, 115-113. And one thing I liked it was, like, the first Kovalev-Ward fight at mm-hmm. the end, both fighters were kind of like, uh, yeah, I don't know. You don't know who I won. I don't know, yeah. And, 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 and I love seeing that excitement when they found out they won because yeah. they know it was a close fight. Yeah. They knew it was a close Look, fight. Look, anybody who steps in that ring... You know if you won or you lost. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have that inkling. It's like I could have won, but at the same time, like reality has to set in. You mm-hmm. could, you, you know, it could go either way. Hey, when we were hanging with Sog, and and he asked me who I picked, I told him Errol Spence. He said you ain't giving Lamont Peterson a chance. I was like, if he shows up, he got a chance. If you show up, you have a chance in the yeah. ring because this is boxing. This is the hurt business. Everybody has a chance, you know. But a very slim chance. I, I think you know <laughs> what I think. Since we told him about the show, he asked that. Just to see what we would say and to see it was a test Ooh, because like no, he doesn't have a chance to test. see if we would stand by our word because like thing is mm. I don't care if you're Evander Holyfield, Mike Tyson, if you're Andre Ward, I'm gonna give you my opinion and I'm sticking to it. You That's can give me your point. You give me your point. That just shows that he is a Jedi. He is a Jedi. He's, he's the last Jedi, probably. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Because how else would he be that good? I don't, I'm not sure. Shout out to Alexander Usyk. Moving win. on to the next round with the win, with the win in the World Boxing Super Series. Um, no, no Super Series next week, but the week after that is going to be a great fight with George Groves and Chris Eubank Jr. Can't wait to talk about that one. Um, let's go into this HBO card, man. Jorge Linares versus Mercito Have Mercy. Hesta? Hesta. Hesta. Hesta? Sounds like a cheap car. Uh, like a Nova, yeah, Hesta. like a broke down car, but he didn't look broke down. It was a good action packed fight. Jorge Linares definitely t- still the champ. We've seen Mercedo Hesta before. Mm-hmm. This is a Freddie Roach product. This guy looked like Pacquiao yeah. to me. Like not the whole racist. fight, uh, not no, not not. This is not look style. Style exact same. Southpaw came out. The trainer's the same, but just his just, whole style just reeked of Pacquiao. He just doesn't have the double jab and that bounce, the in-and-out bounce. And that, that side-to-side yeah. and that angle movement. But at the same time, no, he wasn't scared. He came hey. out aggressive, and he had to make it ugly. That's the closest thing that you're going to do to try to win this fight. Especially man. against Jorge Linares. You have to make it ugly. You can't let him You can't let him use that reach against you. Mm-hmm. But it had some good, had some good, great exchanges in it, some yeah. good action. Jorge um, Linares started off a little slow to me. Not just started off, just he just looked like he wasn't quick to the punch as yeah, he yeah. was. As he should have been to me to be the champ. He won a unanimous decision by veteran adjustment. That's right. That's 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 what I thought won the fight to him too. He was able to get Hesta in a place where, all right, I've seen this before. He's forty three and three at the time. There's nothing new under the sun that Jorge Linares yeah. has not seen. Yeah. So your speed, your power, all that kind of stuff is going to be irrelevant. He's because fought he's Mexicans that look just like him. Just like him. <laughs> now, that's racist. now that's racist. It intended to be too. But hey, for one thing for Jorge Linares that I can say is that a lot of times with veteran fighters, we're always quick to say he got to a slow start. But was that just veteran adjustment because he saw the talent and he knew that he couldn't fight it this way, had to make that adjustment and eventually took over? We see that a lot with a lot of skilled fighters, boxers especially. Um, like Lomachenko, sometimes uh, when he fought Jason Sosa, it started off kind of slow, and then he just took over. It, it, he didn't really start kind of slow. He was a little bit like, let me see what this guy yeah, has. Yeah. Got to have a little respect for him. Yeah, Got to have a little respect for him. Jorge Linares, I just don't think... At that at that age, like boxing wise, thirty five. I don't. Yeah, thirty five. I'm not. I'm not giving away the first couple rounds, especially when it's something that kind of close. Yeah, man. and you especially like, since you're not really a household name, even though he is probably the most active fighter that we've covered in possibly the, at least in the last year for 2017 for sure. Because he fought uh, at the end of 2016, fought Anthony Crowley, then fought him again at the beginning of the year, then he fought Luke Campbell. And now here he is, he's fighting again. So he's definitely an active champion, and I do love and respect that. And uh, But I'm not sure if you want to attack the throne. He's calling out don't, Lomachenko. Don't, don't throw rocks at the throne, man. It's Now, we went... Here, let me bring this back up. Now, he's calling out Lomachenko while you bring that up. And Lomachenko hit him with the sneak diss. He, he, he said it? him a thing on Twitter and was like, yo, if we can't meet at 135 for the belts, I'm going to go get a belt in UFC. 
and he showed a video of him body slamming some dude, body slamming some dude uh, with a UFC slam on, on the mat. That's a nice little professional insult, I gotta say. I like that. I like that. So how does the body slam? How does the body slam look? Um, a little rapey. A little rapey. I mean, oh. the guy just kind of <laughs> took it. So I'm not sure. Um, it, it, it was. It was definitely had good form. And uh, the guy who got body slammed, I mean. Hopefully he got paid good for that because I wouldn't just volunteer for it for sure. But it's one of those things that the guy had to kind of go limp because you got to make sure while you're recording this on purpose, you don't hurt yourself doing a move that you necessarily don't really know or do. Because I haven't heard anything about Lomachenko's wrestling, you know, his amateur wrestling status or anything. I don't think he took state in Russia. Now, so Jorge Linares is 44-3 and three right now with 27 knockouts. As far as competitive wise, I don't think he has. I don't really don't think he has a chance at beating Lomachenko. But at the same time, why not take this chance? You're you got you enough. No, he's thirty two. He was thirty two years old. That's yeah. one thing we got. We're not thirty five. But what else is there? How many? How many years hey. do you give Jorge Linares? Three left. Three. three. Respectively, I give him, I give him two. I give, I give him two. I, say, I give him, say he fights four I more give fights. Him, I'll give him one for sure at a high level. Two for sure. Three if he hangs around too long. So, what else is there? There's take take your shot. If you lose, yeah. you lost to Lomachenko. You lost to Lomachenko. It's like losing to Mayweather. Sometimes we don't count. Yeah, it, you though, get knocked so. out by Deontay Wilder. They're like, "Yep, that's what happens." Yeah, knocked that's out by Deontay. Happens. As that's long happens, as you don't so. look like Bermain Stevenson. And, and he's doing exactly what we ask of every champion out there. You're calling out other champions. Yeah. Mikey Garcia now specifically said that if he fights Lomachenko. He will not have a chance to fight Mikey Garcia because I guess Gar- Mikey Garcia plans on fighting two more times at 135, and then he's going to 140 officially. So he's got Sergey Lipinitz coming up March 10th. Mikey Garcia does. Um, and then after that, he's either going to fight Linares, hopefully. Um, he doesn't seem to be mentioned Lomachenko's name, but he's definitely got his eye on Jorge Linares. So we'll see how that works out. Good thing for Jorge Linares now is that Hey, this might be the only time ever all these dudes want you. I mean, I've always had speculations that you're gay, but not in this fashion. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, Jorge Linares, man, he's a great champ. I don't mind seeing him again, but I, he is definitely, I'm not even going to say over the hill. He's almost down to he's the bottom. Peaking. He's peaking, he's no, peaking. No, he's down already yeah. at the basin of the other side. Yeah, no, nah, it's, it's time to Boxing cash in. Wise, it's man, time to so. cash in. It's so time to cash in. I understand in. that, man, but half all to the champ, man. Way to defend your title. And, 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 and we'll see you in the future, man. It was a good, entertaining fight. I want to see more of you. Hopefully, you'll get that fight with Lomachenko, and then we can see um, how much better Lomachenko really is over him and then what that veteran adjustments can do. Now, next on the main event was uh, Lucas Batisse and Tua Karam. Let me ask you, have you ever seen anybody KTFO'd by a jab? We went over this off the top of my head. I can't think of one, but I know I've seen it before. Yeah. Who, who was the other one that we were talking about? Well, the one up? that I brought up originally was uh, the Muhammad Ali and Sonny That's what you're one. saying, but no, but that was the right but hand. That was the right he hand. Counted. That was the right hand that he countered with. Yeah, because he stepped back and hit him with it. And and that's, you know, the famous Ali one where he's kind of standing over and telling him to get up. Yeah. And the only reason why I brought that up because there was suspicion of uh, Max Kellerman possibly alleged to a dive in there because it was such a delayed reaction on there. So the thing about it is, I don't think he, I don't think he dove. I don't think he dove for the fight. I just don't see it. I don't see it in the the blood for him to actually go down. He was thirty eight and zero with twenty eight knockouts. He had good composure. He was. It. We talk about a lot how much we like HBO. Yeah. And how Max Kellerman and Jim Lambley and King of sneak you know the king of the sneak disses, Roy Jones Should Jr., have been a Harold, Harold Littleman, all those all those guys. We like they. I think they. I want to say they listen to the show, man, because they're they're they, listening to they it. Listen man, to we show. predict we predict a lot of the things that actually are going on in there. You got to keep but, your ears to the street, just like when Dre signed Eminem and Eminem signed Fifty Cent. That's what you got to do. But at the same time, is well, one before I get into that, have you ever heard this many boos in a Lucas Matisse fight? Um, no, I, I heard so many boos. I thought the place was haunted. <laughs> no, so I bring that up to say is it was a boring fight. That's what Harold for a Matisse was fight for a Matisse fight. It was a boring fight for that aspect. And we don't even call fights boring, that one. But it could have been a lot better for that. I had Matisse so, lose it one round before he, when he knocked him out. I was uninterested in it, but I thought Matisse, Matisse had it. But if if he dove, and like Max Kellerman said, if he dove because he felt Matisse's power, I'm pretty sure he felt it in the earlier rounds because he got knocked out in round eight. But... Anytime before that, you felt the power before because Lucas Matisse knows how to get to you, man. He's been yeah, yeah. a day. 
when he landed that left hook and dropped years, him man. before so. before the KTFO happened, um, that was a solid punch, and you could tell it hurt him. It definitely hurt him. But this was a dude who had no amateur background. Um, he was fighting guys. I, I can't say Tijuana taxi drivers because he came from Thailand. So in Thailand, they have they're called dukduks. Is what the cabs are called. So I guess he was a duke duke driver, is what it was. Um, and you know he had to leave in the stretcher. But that's that's how it is in boxing. When you when you when it seems like you go out hard, they do every precaution, kind of like you know concussion protocol in the NFL. And, and it's better to leave in the stretcher yeah, than the body they bag. Did, yeah, because you know they didn't. He called it right away on the second knockdown. Yeah, yeah. He was. It looks like he wasn't getting up, and his kind of lights I, was out upstairs. But he got he got up soon after that. But as Chandon. We just had a visit by the first uh, by first Bigelow Tacoma Gigolo stepped in. <laughs> Shout out to Firstborn, but and I know firsthand that I don't think he, I don't think he dove took a took a dive at all because I, I'm from Vegas. I'm in tight with the Thai community out there. Mm-hmm. Nobody was celebrating. There was no big parties and nobody balling. Nobody cashed in on any big money fights. Uh, you know, in Vegas at least. So I, I don't think he took a dive at all. Nah, I just don't see it, man. I don't see it. I not, feel like not the sports... In the fight, not in a not fight in a, card. Not in a not fight, in a fight that card that either. reminded me of a, a less entertaining Garcia Thurman fight, man. Mm. I just thought both of these guys really just sat there and danced a little bit. And not even a good kind of dance. Yeah. Just a dance that just was ugly. Just too uncoordinated. Not them uncoordinated, but just the dance style was. How is- now, one of the things that they did bring up was a good fight between him... And talk about Matisse, and they brought up Marcos Maidana. Why? Have you seen Marcos Maidana? I've seen um, I've seen him in about two different pitchers. Yeah. So the thing is, when you have somebody like Marcos Maidana, who had two Floyd Mayweather paydays, who's only yeah. the only other person who's able to ever do that. Man is so he, big. His profile man, photo is the cover man, photo on the back. This man is officially fat. Now, see, most boxers don't get fat. I mean, you got the Prince Nassim Hamed. You got Butterbean. You, 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 t- you tell these guys, but he was already he was already, he was already big. But you got people who are out of shape. Now, you may have a lot of out of shape boxers. Yeah. But as far as fat, Marcos Maidana ain't coming back, man. Yeah, he he's living high off the hog. If he comes back, he dream, he bro. he bled his money yeah, out. Yeah. I mean, not his wife left him for for a for a younger fit fighter who probably who's gonna be fighting me within the octagon or something. Who knows. That's the only way that happens. But I, I mean, it, it, it was a great matchup two years ago. But these are countrymen that have no beef. There's, they, there's no, they don't have the same pride in there. Kind of like what the Mexican fighters do. They have nothing to solve, nothing you don't to resolve t- you, about you it. You can't tell me that you know you can't come up with something like a Chavez Jr. and a Canelo Alvarez or anything like Not that. Not in Argentina. Not in Argentina. They're still, they're still. Uh, you know, I mean, the most famous thing on Argentina is what? Ginobili. Mamma Mia. Ginobili. Oh yeah, what? him too. Yeah, I mean, but there. he's technically Italian born there, so <laughs> he's like, you know, he's like honorary. He's kind of like a, adopted. But I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, for Lucas Batiste, I, I think he's going to get fed to the wolves next. I would like to see him matched up maybe with the winner of Danny Garcia and Brandon Rios, or fighting Devin Alexander, Victor Ortiz. Those are some good names in there. But I, he might get fed to Earl Spence next. Who knows? We'll see. Man, I, honestly, my man needs, he needs to stay drive. active. He he needs to stay active, but. His best bet to me is dropping seven pounds and going to 140 if he can do it. If he man. can do it. I, I don't see it. It's really hard for fighters to do he, that, yeah. I, I understand that it's hard for fighters to do that, but at the same time, at 147, you got Keith Thurman with the WBC and WBA, Earl Spence, IBF, Jeff Horn. He's going to lose his title to Terrence Crawford. Do you see Lucas Matisse being any of those guys? Jeff Horn? No. I said oh, after I Jeff Horn loses his title to Terrence Crawford. Is he in Argentina with a gun? Does he have poison is what you're asking. Yes, that's what I'm asking. No, he doesn't have poison. Does he have you and me to back him up? <laughs> Even then, I'm still scared. Of t- no, I'm not scared of Terrence Crawford. But at, at the same time, no. You go to 140, you got a lot better. T- now, granted, Victor Postal is there who he lost to, and which which he pummeled. He's still there with Victor Postal. But at the same time, at, at 140 pounds, you have the best chance of being a champion there going against anybody else because you got Terrence Crawford who who vacated all his belts and then Sergey Lipnitz is the I is the IBF champ. Well, yeah, he just and was he Sergey Lipnitz was the only IBF champion yep. for the one forty right now. Mm-hmm. So that's it. You can it's wide open in one forty division. One forty seven man, a hey, there's too many cooks in the hey, kitchen, man. You're not gonna that, get I like that. On that. That's a good point though, because at one forty now, Mikey Garcia and Lucas Batisse would be a very interesting fight at one forty. Wouldn't it? 
That'd be a both very, very interesting fight. And both good boxers. I would like, to see, there I would no like bo- to see that there's one. No bo- there's no booze in that. That's, Not only that's that, two guys pushing the action. This is Mikey Garcia. We're going to see what kind of punches he can sustain fighting a guy like Lucas Batiste. El Machina. Machina. You got that right. That's right. Now, I got Zab Judah returns. Did he hit you up about this? Nah, man. He didn't talk to me about it, man. I, I wish he did. No, but he, he had this fight in Canada, I think. Calgary was, or right? something like that. Yeah, he came back and got a win over Joe Ish, the ragman. Possibly some Canadian hockey player. Who knows? But he got a return. I hope it isn't money. I hope it's not the money. I hope it's just him doing the Roy Jones thing, maybe. And just loves boxing? Just loves boxing. I mean, but still, man. Go get Fight Night on PlayStation 4 or something. <laughs> nah, I mean, but it ain't this, become it ain't a promoter, the same, man. Trainer. Smelling the, the training for it. The, you can't just, you don't just, boxing's not a pickup pick game. Mm-hmm. You don't just do it. So you can't just like, oh, I'm going to go yeah, out there and have right. fun, man. It's You're going to take it seriously. Yeah, little because bit, even right? if you go, as soon as you get popped, it's all fun. All fun's out the window. Who did he fight? Uh, he fought a guy named Noel Mejia Rincon. Okay, okay. I'm surprised they found him in Canada, but whatever. Interesting. Okay. But he got a win. Um, I, I wonder what Zab's intentions are because I don't see him hanging with anybody at 147 right now. It was my birthday, so he could have did it for me. Hey. I did I did meet the guy. Check my Instagram. Check Shooter's Instagram. That's right. That's right. He's on there. I got a picture with him. So, man, he, he may, I may have. He uh, may have done it just for you. I mean, we have to, we're going to hit we're him gonna, up we're gonna say, We're going to say that's what he did. He that's did what he me. did. I appreciate you, man. Way to get that win for Shooter. I appreciate it. We appreciate it. We appreciate the love for the culture. That's what you got to do, Zab. But let's figure it out before we see you fighting Roy Jones next uh, at the end of the year because it's probably going to happen at this rate. Now, um, I like to say Mayweather is probably like the biggest rooster tease out there. What do you see about him? I, I I saw the one video of him walking into the octagon. He had the you know he had the the what the biker shorts you know yeah bicycling shorts Daisy and just Dukes. no words just kind of had to just kind of you know did the little he, hand he movement. He went in there kind of looking like a little like a little Tyson. Remember Tyson used to his his boxing shoes. He was barefooted because it made him feel like a gladiator. So you know he had he was barefoot, all blacked out, marked out trunks. What? I'm going to tell you what this means to me. No, you tell me what it means to you, and I'll go, I'll go elaborate afterwards. Um, I think he just wants some attention because he don't need the money, but I feel like he, he, he knows how much time passes when we're not talking about him, and he's like, oh, time's, I, it probably, it's probably a calendar appointment. Like, what, what's today? It, we're in mid-January. He probably has another one set for right at the end of February. Do something stupid. Do something lavish. Let me diss somebody else. And this was a straight diss to McGregor. Straight diss to McGregor. 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 He responded right after that. I, I forgot what he said. He I want to say he called him a Tassa or something like that. He said or F Mayweathers. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly what he said. So. I mean, Man, he has that F Floyd, Mayweather Floyd, money right now. So. Floyd loves the attention. And see, this is now, you know, I'm a Floyd fan. These he's two got to be like best he's friends, on, right? He's on my Mount, he's on my Mount Rushmore Definitely. of my, my top four. I love this guy. love seeing him in there. Love this is him. why I was glad that he retired in the first place, man. <sighs> right. you're, you take too much attention from the sport. Man, I understand what you're doing because if I'm Mayweather, Maybe I'm doing the same exact thing, you mm-hmm. know, getting the attention or whatever, because, you know, hey, they say no news is, is what do they say? Bad news is good news. Any any and, news and is good publicity. Yeah, bro. all publicity is good publicity or something. One Unless of those you're Harvey Weinstein. So many of these movies that I watch. I know, right? No, <laughs> but I, it, it's... I still like the movies. It, it, he's not getting in there, man. No, he, What's no. the main reason why Floyd fights in Vegas? Because, um... He can inject his hands with, uh, allegedly, is because he can inject his hands with lidocaine, which is a painkiller to help numb up your hands because he's had brittle hands for a long time in his career. And he's got those. He probably never punches anybody at full power except for maybe McGregor. Yeah. So you got that aspect. But then you're going to get, and those were with boxing gloves. Then you're going to get in the ring with UFC gloves that hardly have any padding. Mm-hmm. This man will break his wrist and his hand trying to punch McGregor. Mm-hmm. He better do he's like he's not doing this for real. He better do like what Shaq did when he's trying to do, you know uh, do the charity thing when it was Shaq versus everything. And Shaq went around and did all these different type of yeah. uh, sports. And he even yeah. fought, he got in the ring with De La Hoya. De La Hoya yeah. rocked him too. But you know, that's I could see him doing that maybe. Um, or he's also going there because you know I saw Rousey is what. In WWE, WWE, but that was her next step anyway, man. She 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 couldn't come. I, that's I, where the money. That's where the money is. I be. don't she like didn't. how they're trying to exploit my man Rowdy Roddy Piper, who's rest in peace, God rest his soul, because she had the same colors on, and I can already see it now. 
Rowdy Ronda Rousey. It rhymes. It wow, that that flows right off the tongue. If it, if Red WWE doesn't work, you could drop a sex tape for sure. Oh, easily, man. Easily. China did it. No, but one other thing about yeah, Mayweather is Mayweather is really. Now this isn't a diss. He's vain. Mm-hmm. A blemish of any kind, any kind of loss, is not going to bode well for mm-hmm. him. So you guys, whether you hit us up, whether you're talking about it, you're going to hear from here, Sonny and Shooter. Yeah, that's right. It's not happening. Nah, he, Be real he, with yourselves. Look, I should have been his lawyer, man, because I, I would have got him off. I would have told the judge, like, like, there's no way he hit these women. He would have broke his hands doing it, and then he would have then he would have put his entire career at risk. We don't do that here. We're about uh, business and money. Just when you think we can't reach the scum of the right. earth, Square Circle 101 brings it to you to belly right, the beast, right. man. Remember, Nobody can get lower than us, man, I promise you. If you, you need a lawyer, don't come to me. Because I might get you more years than you needed. That's what I'm saying. But this man, he, he he's such a smart businessman. And, and Your last name's Ileano, man. You're more of whacking a lawyer than actually being one. Uh, but allegedly. Smooth. What else we got, man? We got The Rock. The Rock made it official, apparently. So if we need anything official, we got to have The Rock set it. The HBO had The Rock go online. And this is how you know this man's bond. Because he did, he did it in the middle of a set at the gym. He's like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it my way, right? And he decided to announce Triple G versus Canelo, Cinco de Mayo, three matches set. Now, we already knew it was set, but he made it official, apparently. Listen, before we get into that, is there any better crossover entertainer than The Rock? No, not at all. This man, like, and I just came up with that. I'm just thinking about it, man. From if he he could run for president and be like, I'm taking all the, t- I'm I'm taxing you guys more than everybody else has, and I would probably just be like, yeah, okay, let's do it. If, if the Rock says, <laughs> the Rock says I'm raising taxes. I might be with it. I might be with it. That's right. You know what I'm like, saying? Hey, the Bravo Bull spoke, man. <laughs> I would hate to be anybody debating with him because you might catch a people's elbow you at might that catch debate. Catch a rock bottom you know the, on, the, on, the, on the state of the, the union. Raised eyebrow with any with any dumb comment. Hey, it, any dumb comment or question, man. Right. If you don't want to answer it, you get rock bottom. Hey, I love the Rock, man, and and it was it was kind of cool just hearing him announce it, just because it, it was. It, even when I went to click on it, like, man, what is this cheesy stuff? I still got hyped watching it because I know it's coming and even soon. And even though we already predicted it, we already said it, it was everything that came to it. Everything that came to it, we knew this was fight was going to happen again, man. And the thing is, it's so much hype around mm-hmm. it, and that's the great thing about it. We had a few people talk about it that actually agreed with us because mm-hmm. I said I think Canelo has more upside to it, mm-hmm. and he's going to actually be able to do more and develop more because you see every time he fights he learns something different too yeah. so now he he's has like a super saiyan he's a boxing super saiyan and and i feel like triple g may have shown us everything he has but i'm i've refused to make my pick until the fight until the weekend before the fight but my man teddy alice has something to say about it too he called us up you know what i'm saying i'm gonna go the other way i'm gonna pick canelo because he because he is slipping there's no doubt about it he's slipping galactic being eight and Canelo's got more upside. He's the younger guy. He's going to gain confidence from this one. He wasn't sure if he could handle the size and the strength. Now he is sure he can handle it. And I think he's going to be he's more really consistent sure. from an offensive standpoint in this rematch. And I think Canelo will win the fight. And he might win. And he said after that, he said he may win it easily, too. Teddy Ellis is the only man that, I, that can say some genius-ass stuff. And then go the exact opposite way other times. We call those idiot savants. And then, man, he should he should have been he. I'm gonna reboot Rain Man, and Teddy Atlas is gonna be my Dustin Hoff, my Dustin Hoffman, <laughs> except a little bit louder. You nah, know what I'm and go to the end of that interview where he's talking to. He actually called Triple G overrated. Slow down. I don't think he's overrated, but I think he was just that much better than everybody he faced until he got Daniel Jacobs. A lot of people have said like that, and it's not just with Triple G. A lot of people have spoken and talking about it's just the level of competition. Mm-hmm. He's just so far ahead of people now. Just dominating, man. Because like the way he he worked Lemieux, he schooled him, outboxed him. He worked. But Lemieux. he's also smart enough to know that you're not going to pull that same kind of stuff with Lemieux that you can with Danny Jacobs nope. or with Canelo, especially a second especially Canelo fight. Especially Canelo. And then even even though we gave we gave mm-hmm. the first fight to Triple G, we mm-hmm. did. We had him up by two or three rounds. But Canelo let off the gas. I thought yeah. Canelo gave that fight away more than Triple G won. I can agree with that one. He hurt him in the ninth round, didn't even notice it. But 
What did we learn? No female judges on the rematch. That's all we need, right? And we're good, and we're good. This is a fight I can't wait for. I'm salivating out the mouth. I'm going to be Mexican that day on Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to, I'm going to rock. I'll, I'll rock the, the sombrero from Taco Bell, whatever you're just gonna you need. Be tip, you're just going to be typical. You're just gonna I'm going to be, be typical. They already accused me of speaking Spanish anyways. I'm going to speak it that day. I'll speak some Spanglish that day. Teddy Atlas, glad to hear from you since we probably won't be hearing much from you anymore. All right, I got a bar fight hypothetical for you. Now, What's we're going to switch it up. Um, so, this is what we're going to do. You get... We got three guys, and you're in a fight. You get to pick one, and then you got to fight the other two, though. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to drop down in size. You got Earl Spence, Keith Thurman, Terrence Crawford. You got to pick one to have your back, but then you got to fight the other two. So, the first one you gave me was Cruz, was, was a light heavyweight. Was a light heavyweight. All Eastern Europeans. Now, this one, you know what I'm going to do? I'm taking Earl Spence. Ooh. The truth. Okay. I'm taking the truth. Now, I have, you guys listened to the show. You guys heard me pick Terrence Crawford is going to be the best welterweight, and he hasn't even fought in welterweight. The reason why I'm picking Earl Spence over them, one, because you know my affinity, I don't like Keith Thurman. Mm-hmm. But it's a bar, this is a bar fight. This Ooh. isn't tactical. Terrence Ooh. Crawford is tactical. I need somebody who's going to get in there and brawl. Ooh. He brawled with Kell Brook. Ooh. He got in there and he was able to take some punt, hard hitting Lamont punches Peterson. with Lamont Peterson. He worked him too. Worked him. I'm taking Earl Spence in a bar fight. I'm gonna have to. I would pick Terrence Crawford personally just because I already know that he's damaged property already for people. <laughs> so I think that's gonna be on his side. I can see him throwing some tables, hitting somebody with a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Breaking a couple TVs. Hey, I feel it. I feel, you know what? I'm not. The bad place at that might big. look like a really big brawl happened when it was just someone doing the Eddie Murphy thing, getting loud. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? But I, 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 hey, Terrence, thank you for having my back. Having I your back. I, I like fighting. Period. I was trying to, you know, I wanted to hit you with a curveball <laughs> on that one just because I, I want, I didn't want to put you in a spot for favoritism. Yeah, and I knew I that one you. would make you think. That was a good one right, right. there. That was a good one right, right there. Amir Khan making a comeback. Oh, speaking of uh, speaking of hypotheticals, man, what do you think about what Deontay Wilder said? Um, about so if you guys if you guys haven't heard or seen, seen. Deontay Wilder, the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world right now, who has a ninety eight percent knockout ratio. This guy's like thirty six and oh. You would have thought this boy just kneeled for the national anthem. The way that he's kind of getting scrutinized on this one. You would have thought that he just said yeah. something outlandish and racing. You would have thought, thought he was a Trump supporter the way that he's getting like everybody's Listen, like. Listen, this guy said he could beat prime 86 Mike Tyson in a heavyweight title fight. Yo, bro. And, and, and the thing is, I know I, I take everybody's opinions with a grain of salt. And sometimes I a lot of the times I will go through people's comments and just kind of see where people what, what kind of mindset that they're in when they're thought process, when they're thought yeah, yeah. processing? About ninety seven percent of the world was like, "Hey, yo, bro, slow down, man. You're talking about Iron Lennox Mike, Lewis has man. zero online presence. Zero online presence. Zero. And this is the only thing that yeah. he said. He said, and this is a guy who's beaten. He twice. might have just created beaten his twice, Twitter twice. account twice. that day. And he said, "Hey, yo, bro, it's easy to speak the hypothetical when you can't prove it." The yeah. one. One thing I loved about what Lomachenko, Lomachenko said, what Lomachenko said, he said about Mayweather, like after Lomachenko killed or made Rigondeaux quit, everybody's talking about, "Ayo, Lomachenko and Mayweather, what would that have been at 130? Lomachenko did the classiest thing that you can in, do in this sport. Yes. And that's just like, "Ayo, you know, that would have been a great fight. I would have loved to have it had, been had that. It would have been an honor to have that fight. But you can't make that fight happen. Ooh. It's easy to say it when you know it's out yeah. of reach and it's not going to happen, man. Yeah. Yo, dog. Slow what do we say? What slow down? What do we say? I'm not even gonna look it up because it doesn't even warrant that. He's 32, 32 years old, Still somewhere young. around there. Young. Still young. Still well, in boxing terms. Yeah. Deontay Wilder, you're 32, 33 years old. You have the WBC title. By the time Mike was 25, he had unified already, bro. All the belts. You're Cleaned behind the, the curve. Yeah, that's that's he's 32 years old. So you're already yeah. seven years behind of where this man was already. Now, we learned with history, the only person that could beat 86 Tyson was 86 was Tyson. 80, it was any Tyson. It was 86 That's Tyson. All, and he beat himself Tyson. when he went in Tokyo and was not training, banging Japanese schoolgirls, and then fought Buster Douglas and still almost knocked him out. 86 Tyson was... That was the baddest he man was on the planet. He was like... Literally, the baddest the, man on the planet. One of the Adrian Broners before Adrian Broners. 
every fight that he got in, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt because it's just like, no matter how much bad you heard yeah. about him, yep. no matter what he did or what he said, he's just like, hey, yo, man, but this guy's dangerous at all times, all no matter times. if he's out of shit, no matter who it is, you he give him the benefit shorter, of the doubt. But yeah, it didn't matter at all. Man, yeah. he's one He's one of those what ifs. Yes. I love Tyson. He's like, the boxing world is lucky that Tyson wasn't Tyson wasn't the early Tyson his whole career mm -hmm. because there's no debate. No. There's no debate. No. I don't care if you're going back to the 1800s. He's up there till with, now. He's up there with the Michael Jordan, Andre yeah, Ward. That I'm I'm blessed to I'm, be yeah. able to watch him in my lifetime and not and I'm not talking about going back and watching tapes. I was there watching it as it happens. It was awesome. Because even then, he's not perfect, and I was glad I was able to so, see what yeah. I saw. And I and I get it, Wilder man. You 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 feel like you're on top of the game. You could take on everybody, but let's let's slow down, buddy. Let's just focus. Let's stay in your lane. Let's stay in your lane. Let's just. Uh, you're the only American champ right now. Let's try to get all these belts and, and, and just get a little respect for this country right now. At least at least in this sport, okay? We're already starting to lose basketball to the hey, Europeans. Hey, the boxing, hey, they're trying to take De it over too. And Deontay. I'm a huge fan of you. Love what you're doing for your city. Love what you're doing for your state. You bring all, your you have daughter. all your fights there. I love what you do for your daughter. Bruh, don't lose points doing this, man. Don't throw rocks at the throne. I, I saw Tyson in Ip Man 3. Still looking good. Still looking good and solid. He was fighting a kung fu master, so I don't know. If you, I don't even know if you could hang with that one now. That's a whole other level. Now, Amir Khan is making his comeback with against Phil Lo Greco, Italian fighter, a gatekeeper. So this is uh, already got some heat on this one. All right, you saw the meme, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw the meme. The meme where uh, it said you can shoot anywhere, but not my face, <laughs> and then it just shows it cuts to Amir Khan throwing a glass of water in Greco's face. That's hilarious. Greco, it, these things just write themselves, man. People are so quick, man. I I wish I had a laptop with me every every chance I get, man, to kind right. of film or just you know create. The, I need a meme generator I, like I, that. I need I need a verbal one. I need to be able to say it and then just have just it, have it, it automatically there. happen. That's the only way to do it. Only way to do it. But Amir Khan. His own promoter said that if he loses this fight, his career is done. That's what his promoter said, who just signed him for a three-fight deal. Now, he should be able to beat Phil Greco, who's a legit gatekeeper, a legit contender. He's got losses, I want to say, to Earl Spence and maybe even Keith Thurman in there. And Terrence Crawford might even beat him up. Um, but he's a legit contender, and, and, and he's a live dog. Amir Khan's no slouch. He's, he's had a, he has a good resume. He just has multiple highlight reels, sometimes handing out the knockout. And receiving them. That's or, his only fault. Or knocking out the empty bottle. That's still probably one of the best <laughs> boxing tricks, period. Uh, Phil Greco is 28-3, and three, 15 knockouts. Which is three so losses. It's three losses all to uh, Joseph Elegel, Earl Spence, and Sean Porter. Legit so, losses. Legit losses. Legit losses. So, hey, Amir Khan, get this win and fight Kilbrook. Let's get this. Let's get this over with, man. If you guys can't fight in the ring, we need to handle this. You guys need to settle this at some bar in Manchester, or it's, I think they're called pubs out there. At some <laughs> so, pub, and whether you're outside blowing a fag, I don't care. Just handle this business. You know what I'm saying? Fag, I just blowing a fag. That's just it's so smoking a cigarette. I, I don't know what it is. They're not fannies. <laughs> your puff. Your puff. Your puffer. <laughs> I think that's probably my favorite. Your puff. <laughs> Rocket roller. Rocket roller. If you guys don't know what it is, I can't explain it. Check it out, Mirkon. Let's see what you got left, man, because you got a three-fight deal coming up. Handle this stuff with Phil LaGreco. Real Get in the ring though. with Kell Brook. I like Amir Khan, man. Like, he's always an entertaining fighter to me to I ain't got watch. nothing bad to so say about I got, him. Yeah, I ain't got nothing bad to say about him, too, man. So it'll be good to see him it'll back be good in to see there, him. man. It'll be good to see him. Now, let's you, know, since, you know, since he was roadkill his last fight. He was you know, murdered, basically. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, got knocked out so hard that it knocked him out. His career ended for like three years, basically. He was got knocked into a... That was 2016. Man, man he, dang, he got knocked all the way into a reality show. That's insane right there. But, hey, he survived the reality show, that's for sure. Man, it's always good to see him back in the ring because he's a good, exciting fighter. But let's move forward to this weekend's fights coming up. We have the World Boxing Super Series returning with Marat Gassiv and... Yanir Dordikos. Yanir Dordikos. It sounds like a, a treat at Taco Bell or no, something. No, it doesn't. It sounds like Doritos, man. That's Doritos that's Taco. A, it's, it's like you combined it right there. That's what they should have called it, Dordikos. But now, he must already have all, a claim on the name. Now, first of all, if I'm Dordikos, I'm sending out the video of me knocking out my trainer. Right. 
If I knock out my trainer, what makes you think I won't do this to you? Right? He was holding pads for me, son. Hey, man, that's that's. And now, he that's still holds the pads like, for me. Man, this dude's knocking on this trainer. Come, yo, yo, this kid is mad crazy. Yeah, he, yo. he's still training up too. <laughs> Who said, is the trainer? Now hold these mitts, son. <laughs> okay, okay. Hey, Barak Gassiv is part of this Eastern European invasion that's coming in with Alexander Usyk, Artur Bedabiev, Dmitry Bivol. Kovalev kind of got there first, but he's part of this big invasion coming on. We got Ivan Barinchuk. Um, all these guys are hitting the scene. Barak Gassiv does not have as big as a professional career as Yonir Dordikos. He's got 18 wins, I believe. If that's correct. I wasn't paying attention oh, good to job. that. I can. Barak Gassiv, he's a good puncher boxer but Yonir Dodikos 22 wins 21 knockouts he knocked out his last opponent with some big Russian looking mug he looks like the last guy he knocked out in the WBS the World Box Super Series looked like a villain from a Schwarzenegger movie uh, Dmitry Kordashov that's right it's villain Schwarzenegger movie told you yeah, so um, I'm really interested in seeing how this fight plays out too where's Dodikos from he's from, he's from Cuba wow yeah so I mean he must have never defected. That's why he's still got that punching power. <laughs> so they must have let him go. So Marat Gassiv, twenty. These both these guys. I think it's going to end out in a knockout, man. Both. These I don't guys see this going the distance. Yeah, it's not. So you're near. It's going to be, gonna be a pick 'em fight to me. I think I, I like to see Dordikos get the win just because there's a lot of hype around Marat Gassiv and everybody wants to see him and Alexander Usyk fight. But for your near Dordikos. I can't think of the last time or any time that I've seen a Cuban fighter who's got a 98% knockout ratio. Well, not that high, but, you know, King Kong. King, Louis yeah. Ortiz, that's the only other Cuban yeah, that's, that's going to have a knockout ratio. Like, that's pretty high. Yeah, and even, yeah, that's that's going to be the only other one, and that's this that's generation. A, and that's heavyweight. Yeah, and that, I'm... You know, that's, that's off the top of our I heads. can't think of anything before this, that's for sure. Too bad so, we don't have the boxing historian. Yeah, well, it's past his bedtime. It's kind of late, so we'll have to hit him up, and we'll find out later. And even then, he'll probably just try to describe the guy and get a little, might get a little racist on it, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll check it out. This is a good fight to watch. If you get a chance to see it online, go ahead and check it out. It won't be televised in the U.S., but the World Boxing Super Series so far has, has given us nothing but exciting and great fights. So I, I, I strongly suggest you don't sleep on it. And don't forget to download that Squared Circle app. It's available in Google Play and iOS. And subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever your podcast choice is. We're taking over the West Coast, number one in the Pacific Northwest, and we're just expanding and getting larger baby that's it now let's go into this fight card for the u.s we got jesse hart coming back from his loss off of gilberto ramirez versus thomas Zerto. he's fighting thomas Owimbono. this guy used to be a bodyguard for the prince of samunda where's thomas Owimbono from what kind of name is that ghana ghana that's what kind of name it is well now i know looks like andre berto that's right he, he sure does he must That's be a like, stunt double. He could be, man. I would have I would have put him in after that fight with Robert Guerrero. Right. Maybe your eyes wouldn't look so bad. I would have snuck him Berto out. Should have, yeah, he should have called him in for those beatings, that's for sure. But Thomas Owimbono made it here somehow. And he's getting the shot on American television against Jesse Hart, who is coming off his one. first loss. 22-1 with 18 knockouts. So and this guy's a good talent good talent, man. He he fought Zerto. Zerto's undefeated, man. He, he showed a lot perfect. of heart when he fought Gilberto Ramirez because he got knocked down early, and the second half of the fight really came back on strong. Not enough to get the win because of the knockdown. I think it was two knockdowns he had, but he still showed resilience, showed persistence, and he, he showed that champion will that you really want to see from a fighter because it's been – once you get knocked down in the second round and you got eight more to go, that's going to be a long night, and how are you going to handle it? That's the true – that's that first thought – and the outcome, hey, he went the whole he went the whole ten rounds, didn't get the win, but he still showed a lot of heart. Oh, Jesse Hart. Let me, what do you know? The Hart Foundation. Jim, him and Jim, the Anvil, Nightheart, and Owen Hart. And Bret Hart. And Bret Hart. That's right. Man. Classics. If you guys don't know who they are, just, just get out the country. <laughs> just leave the country. Next coming up is Jerwin Ancajas. He's going against Israel Gonzalez. Now this is the this is Manny Pacquiao's clone, supposedly, but Yeah. <laughs> just like him. This is, man, you don't really want to be a fighter for the Philippines because at least for the next 20 years, that's all everybody's going to compare you to is Pacquiao, right? Is he, is he like Pacquiao? How close is he to Pacquiao? Is he anything like Pacquiao? Does he look like Pacquiao? Does he hit like Pacquiao? He's definitely ripped, um, but, you know, these Filipinos, they don't come in heavyweight divisions. But 
this guy's got skills. He last time I seen him fight, he fought the Japanese guy on the Jeff Horn Pacquiao card, and he knocked him out in the fourth round with a body punch. And this was during the year of the body snatcher. Was that right? Fourth round. That was his last fight. Uh, that was the last fight I saw him on. He had one more fight after that. But so he TKO'd uh, Jamie Conlon. That was his last fight. The one after and that it was looks like he knocked him down in the first, third, fourth. The Japanese Six guy. Rounds, so, yeah. Before that was. Oh, the Japanese guy. Let me see. That was his last fight on TV. Yeah, Taro Kinoshita. And that fight ended that was in. Super flyweight. Oh, ended. round seven. Round seven. Okay, cool. Well, he still got the win. This is his American debut fighting in the states. His first fight televised. Um, he was on a, on a Showtime undercard, and then he was on the Pacquiao undercard. But this is his first fight fighting in the U.S. So he wants that American money. He knows whose shadow he has to get out of, and he needs to prove himself. This is a showcase fight against Israel Gonzalez. He's fighting a guy that has, what, eight knockouts total out of his 21 fights. This, so it's not a high threat to get knocked out on, but you with with his knockout ratio, you don't want to go to the distance unless you just beat this boy down for the whole yeah, 10 rounds. Because your guy you're fighting, uh, Israel Gonzalez, he's a boxer. If you're twenty one and one and you only got eight knocks at knockout, you know how to grind it out and win mm-hmm. when it gets to, and get that decision. Yep. So you've gone the distance yep. more than more than well, more than thir- once, thirteen sure. thirteen times you've gone the distance to somebody who's only gone the distance. Oh, let me. Sherwin, that's such a Filipino name. Who's only gone the distance nine? So that's and depending a on when Filipino name. Yeah, I love my Filipino friends. Filipino. How many knockouts he got? German? 19. Yeah, 28 okay, wins, okay, okay. one loss. Okay, okay. He's definitely got some pop on there, so we'll see. What weight division is this? This is super flyweight. 126? Flyweight is, no, 126 is featherweight. So this is 122? 118? No, nah, it's 118. Let me see. Oh. Jeez, sorry. Yeah, it's 115. It's, so what happens with take two? Uh, you know, we already started sitting yeah. on the Jameson. Yeah, that's, that's a Soren Visa, Kalika Fi, and all those kinds of stuff like that. I think it's a silent J. It's Hamath. It's like so, a... And Jerwin is the... Kind of like know. Javier. It's a Hamison. <laughs> Jerwin Akaz, let's see what you got. This is a showcase fight. You better look good, baby. We put you out here in the States now, son. We will boo you like it's a haunted house, like it's Halloween, like you, like you're running through that cornfield on on Halloween night with your friends. We will boo you fast if you don't entertain. This is a showcase fight. Let's see what you got. Let's see what kind of. Let's see where you're at, especially if you're trying to be anything like Pacquiao. Because the only thing to do is move up. You got to go up and wait if you want to get these big money fights. Now we got uh, Zorro uh, Gilberto Ramirez versus Habib Ahmed. He's a fighter slash store owner or cab driver, possibly. God, man, you, you man, you're so gl- you're so good that you're behind the mic, man. You get beat up, man. Talking that talk outside here, man. Man, I probably talk this talk outside out here when you're next to me. I got you, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, I talk it all day, son. WBO super middleweight title, man. We got Habib Ahmed versus Zordo, who beat Jesse Hart in his last fight. He seems to be on a possible crash collision course with David Benavides Jr., who's got a fight coming up. Um, I believe they're fighting under the same stable. This guy's got a good little resume. How many total fights he got? 38 already? 36 knock, thirty-six wins, 24 knockouts. So this is a guy at 168 pounds, needs big fights. They, they're kind of wasting him with a, a fight against Habib Ahmed, a, a guy with seven losses that... It, it, the name might sound familiar just from going from 7-Eleven to the cab. It, I remember the name was also in a Married with Children episode once. So it, it's a very familiar <laughs> how, name. How are you dating yourself? Married with Children, man? That's It's a great show. It's syndicated. Yes, it it, 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 there's kids that stay up past 5 a.m. and have nothing to watch. <laughs> oh, man. Polk High. Living in Polk That's High right. days, I mean, man. Just pose. I'm posing right now. You can't see it. But Gilberto Ramirez, let's see what you got, man. You need to be more vocal and start demanding bigger fights. Stop letting your handlers handle your career before you get hurt. You need to get these big fights. Don't don't take the easy wins. Don't surround yourself with yes-mens. I'm pretty sure that you got a good English translator with you. Jesse Hart, Arthur Abram, those are two good wins he has under his belt, man. I mean, so. That's, now you're kind of going down against Habiba Med. They probably couldn't get nobody to fight him, so they want to keep him active, which I can respect that. But still, you got to be more vocal. There's nothing more that we like here at SC101. 
more than a champ that wants to unify the belts. And they're That's vocal about it. Thing. This is why we like Earl Spence. This is why we like Jorge Linares. This is like why we like Terrence Lomachenko. Crawford. This is why we love Terrence Crawford. Because they want to unify the belts. Because that is more significant than 50-0. and 0. Because... And that's and that's my perspective, and I, I believe you agree with me on that one. Yeah. Like I don't care if you're 55 and six, if you got all the belts in one division. Undisputed, baby. That's a beautiful word. Right. Undisputed. And it was, and it's a great movie to watch if you if you're on a midnight when you got nothing on. I just only seen the second, one, this first one. I heard the second one's not bad too. The first one is with Wesley Snipes, right? Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Second one's not bad at all too. So. Can't complain. I love those kind of movies. My man Wesley Snipes, my man Blade, Darkness, Gilberto Ramirez. Let's see what you got. I can't wait to start breaking down some of these Zorno. fights coming up. Another week from now, we get to break down this Chris Eubanks Jr. George Gross fight. That's Ooh, actually the fight that I'm really looking forward that's to. Gonna man. Like, that's gonna be a good fight. That's gonna be a good fight. Super series, man. Tournament style, man. It, you can't really go wrong. You, you do it in the, you do it in the right division, man. This is a beautiful thing. As long to watch, as the time is right, too. And then t- another two weeks, we get to talk about Danny Garcia, Brandon. Rios, Devin Alexander, and uh, Victor Ortiz. Caleb Plant's coming back on that same fight sweet weekend, hands. too. Sweet hands, Plant. Boy, you got some sweet hands. Make sure you hit us up on squaredcircle101 at Gmail. Talk a little smack to us on Twitter at TalkingSmack101. And don't forget to download that app. Tell your friends. Tell your family about it. And, and who's in Ashburn, Virginia? You, hey, yo, man. Someone holler at me. Please. Hey, yo. Whoever's in Ashburn, man, Virginia's for lovers, man. Hey, and I got love for all of you guys, man. If you don't know, man, I'm from from Denby. I'm from Newport News, man, Uptown, baby. I, I appreciate the love that you guys show for the show. All everybody that you that actually do. Everybody. We're in a whole bunch of different countries. We got a lot of plays now out of Tokyo. Man. Shout out, man. We give a lot of love to Japanese fighters because we got a lot of respect for them. Shout out to everybody in Canada that listens from men, um Turkey, we got some plays. We got out in France. Uh, we get there. We get everything, there. baby. We internationally hey, uh, I had, known. Uh, I had one of this uh, this cats. Uh, one of this dude. He dropped me his a business card. He gave me two business cards. Mm-hmm. He said he asked me what they were for. Do you know what they were for? Mm-hmm. One was for me. Mm-hmm. And he said one is for one of your friends. Hey, yo, we thank you for you guys for the support. You make sure you're telling your friends to tell a friend to tell a friend about Square Circle 101. Hey, if you're already dedicated and loyal fans and you listen to us weekly on a basis, baby. tell your peoples around you. Like, right. get get excited as we get excited for you guys as you listen to this show because we appreciate each and every one of you. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to my man Dunn who is at the Grammys. Shout out to my man DVS who listens on a regular. I appreciate all the love. And you, man, real quick, you hit me with a quite great quote earlier. What was it? If, if, you know, when you're when you're good in bed, it's on the wall, and then when you're great, it's like Tony the Tiger or something. What was the quote? Yeah. Look, we were talking about, because we brought this up when we were talking about Deontay Wilder. That's right. When you're good at something, you tell everybody. Uh-huh. When you're great at something, they tell you. That's right. That's right. So, man, look, let the work speak for itself, baby. That's, why, like, that's what we and do at Square Circle. we're fiending for some feedback. Even if you want to talk a little smack on Twitter and tell me you suck, that's fine with me. Or even just some little notes anything at all we're, we're, we really would appreciate it because we want to know where we're at we want to know that you're all out there listening how are we going to win baby either you're going to sulk and dwell on how unfair life is to you or you can try and figure out how to make a bad situation work in your favor man that's the code of the wingman that, that was written by a wingman and that is one of the best advice you can give to because there isn't a man alive straight or gay where you had to be a wingman for a six or a five Hopefully not a four or three, but if he's your boy, you do what you got to do for your boys. Is that right or wrong? That's right, what you got to do. I got an image to uphold, so I can't do it. Well, you hang out with nothing but tens, bro. You you accidentally will get a seven and be like, I don't even know if I should do this. Let me throw the sevens away, bro. Yeah, this guy will be here. Give me a seven and a three. I'll take a ten any day of the week. Hey, man. Hey, two fives and ten. That's right. High five, baby. You know how we do it. Make sure you download that Square Circle app and tell your friends. Shoot.